Hey, beautiful people. I'm Mila. Hey, y'all. I'm Monica. <laughs> and thanks for joining us. How are you doing? <laughs> I am aligned and balanced. Okay, well, that is the official mantra to get this party started. Uh, thank you for joining us. I am looking forward, of course, to a very spring chill relaxed conversation with you this day. So uh, let's get into it. How was your week? Um, the week has been, it's been good because, you know, blessings are manifesting. Um, the I week's like been that. good. The, the weekend, I'm recovering from the weekend, the, the girl, last weekend. <laughs> and I know, girl, you were blessed, booked and busy. And, you know, I am excited to get into all the details. I mean, you had some some fun activities that you took part in uh, last weekend. So do you mind giving us a little scoop, Monica? Are you going to tell us what, it was, what you were up to? I know you saw Kevin on stage, right? Yeah, so Friday, it was, uh, so it was the, the mothers plus the auntie. We went to go see Kev on stage at Nate Jackson's Super Funny Comedy Club in Tacoma, Washington. I just had to do that. But anyway. Um, um, so, for T-Town, I see. <laughs> right. So Kev on stage to hire more. And there was another comedian. I can't remember her name. She was the opener. She was really funny. Uh, she's from Georgia. And uh it was it was sold out. It it was hilarious. I needed to laugh. It was it was really good. So Kev did his thing with that. Mm -hmm. I am definitely a fan of of Mr. Kev on stage. Hilarious, and it's like he's a Tacoma son in a sense. So that's really good. Right. Okay. And, and then Saturday. I mean, you know, we got to get into it. So Friday was good. So then you know Saturday. What Saturday at Auntie <laughs> Duty. That Saturday was baseball, so my uh, nephew got a couple, you know, RBIs. He got a yeah. home run, so he's doing his thing. He's a, you know, little Bo, little Bo Jackson because he's playing two sports. Okay. Um, and then I went to a birthday party with a friend at a hookah lounge. It's like Ooh. a. In the cut hookah lounge in Seattle, and that's all I say. <laughs> yeah, so don't blow up the spot. <laughs> you talked about how quickly it, it filled up. So, you know, yes, you got a good spot. You got a good spot. I guess right. there's still good spots to be had in the town. The so, mature you know. the mature people want to get there between 11 and 2. Oh, I love the way you said the mature. Because <laughs> the after 2 o'clock is when it's let out where everywhere else. Because they stay open till like 4 or 5 in the morning. Girl. Oh, aunties and uncles. Okay, so basically aunties and uncles are in before 2 a.m. And then after 2, it's nieces and nephews all day. You know, they staggering out from Club 1 to get to Spot 2. Okay, I got right. it. Right, no. Uh -uh. I'm kind of a nieces. I'm kind of niecey, you know, had, from time to time. No, <laughs> we, we had to go. I was like, uh-uh, I can't be uh, here all night. <laughs> okay, okay. And so that meant Saturday was jam-packed. And then tell us about Sunday, because Sunday I heard it was roll bounce season. And you have been really... Bounce. <laughs> and you've been mentioning a lot of the prior weeks about some of these weekend skate parties because you know we were kind of vibing the whole skate thing and what it means to you know our community and all that other good stuff so mm -hmm. um, what was this adult skate night like it was adult skate night it was for you know the mother's day uh weekend it's 
that they call it El Central Skate, but it's the old Patterson West and Federal Way, y'all. <laughs> Patty and, West. <laughs> <laughs> and I went with one of uh one of my friends and uh yeah, I skated for about 45 minutes. I didn't bust my ass. Because girl, I thought it's been a long time. <laughs> I just stayed, I stayed on that the outliers and make yes. sure I was out yes. of the way, out of people's way. But yes, I, like, I understand. Mm-hmm. I, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, it's coming back slowly but surely. It's a good exercise for them legs. So, okay. Like I'll be back. And thigh. Okay. That's always what we want to know is that you, we will be at the next event. So, okay. So mm-hmm. that sounds like a good, a good way to have a good weekend. And of course it was Mother's Day last weekend. So I was grateful for another wonderful Mother's Day with my mom. She is still hilarious. So I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate the comedy and expressiveness in her eyes and <laughs> and um and yeah, trying interesting bites. I came across a Colombian restaurant and the food was delightful, but the service and the whole family spirit and kind of the energy sometimes when you go to authentic spots like that, because uh-huh. it doesn't matter who you're there with. Right. Uh you could still be you could be part of their culture or part of their family. So it oh, was that's was lovely. Good. Yeah, it was it was it was nice. So good. the food that, looked good based on the pictures you sent me. <laughs> the food was the food was uh, was delicious. And I got something relatively tame. You know, I think I got like limes, you know, lime seasoned chicken and, and shrimp, mm-hmm. camarones or whatever. But uh <clears throat> the the people I was with though, they did get other things and one of them was like a blood sausage and so you know everyone's trying it and I was like oh okay it's not bad but it's not my favorite thing and I was mm-hmm. proud of my I was proud of myself for not being like hard pass because I knew what it was <laughs> but I was like okay I'll try it and it was it was good there were lots of interesting bites and you know I love a good plantain sweet or unsweetened you know it can just right yeah because yeah, I guess they have the sweet and the ripe but um for the good experience so I'll shout that out Thank you, Monica. That was the appropriate (laughs) sound for how good things were going down. Um, But anyway, so I know that we were really looking forward to kind of what has been happening in the community and, you know, in pop culture this week. I mean, and I do want to start it off. It's it's a little bit of everything. We like gumbo. Yes. I mean, we definitely do. And sometimes that's what a catch up with your girlfriends is about it's about just catching up i mean mm-hmm. everything doesn't have to be you know heavy or or even too light but we do right. have things to discuss okay so i since it was mother's day i want to know did you finish dear mama because we spoke about it last week yes i did i could watch it again but that that last episode just tied everything together tupac goes out here he was looking to the future like he had 400 plus like records already cut he had certain records to go ahead of him in 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 the midst of if he was to pass at certain ages like he mm-hmm. they said he had a plan a b c like <laughs> he, he wasn't playing with these people they they don't give him enough credit and he was okay. the cold part was he was only 24 
five, but he was right. moving around like he was 35, 40. Mm-hmm. He packed so much into his 25 years. It, it's when you go through the, the documentary, it's almost like, wait, that was only a couple of months or that was right. a, a year. Those were, right. was, those were within a two year span or that's happened in three years. It's like, wow. He was doing something every single day. Truly, truly. Uh, I would recommend it. And that's my review on that. I would recommend it. If you're a fan of hip hop, if you're from that era, if you think you know the story about Tupac, well, then this peels back another layer. Um, so I definitely mm-hmm. enjoyed it. It was a, definitely a worth watch. TV, because it was Mother's Day. Also, we had to visit Queen Charlotte, uh, the Netflix you know, Shonda Rhimes, you know, spinoff or mm-hmm. sto- Bridgerton story. I don't know. I guess it is considered a spinoff. Right. But the, a Bridgerton tale. So what did you think? I, I enjoyed it. It was it was it was what it was. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I liked it better than the second season of Bridgerton. Well, OK, girl. Now all you do it is. I don't even think I finished the second season of Bridgerton. No, I did honest. not. No, I did not. And I tried hard. I won but, my but, heart wanted to. Yeah, Queen Charlotte was interesting because they got me to doing more research and going down rabbit holes and YouTube videos mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah, getting more information about uh, yes, yes, this Monica. sister with African descent and her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very much. And, you know, I know you love a good conspiracy theory. So Queen Charlotte was a lot of fun because even I, I, I looked down the rabbit hole. I did not fall all the way in. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, OK. And then I, I read uh, a modern response from the from Buckingham Palace or the royal family. And they just were like, it's quite possible. Shouldn't be that big of a deal to anyone. The Portuguese court was all throughout Europe and they definitely had Moorish blood. So that's kind of that. I'm paraphrasing. But in a nutshell, that is uh, how they responded to the whole is or was Queen Charlotte of, you know, African descent or did she have Moorish blood in her? But uh, definitely fun. Much that's, that's so funny because over here in the United States, if you had what, what was it? One, one, one drop, drop. It's one, one drop. Girl. One drop. You black. That's why so many people are invited to the, the cookout. Okay. <laughs> because. Right. So it's like. Breath. <laughs> Which way y'all want it to be? One yeah, drop or or it's oh, it's 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 minute. We're not gonna count that. Well, see, but see the standard of colorism and racism and all that is very different per country that's that had true. enslaved people. So that's just America's policy, right? But right. over here, you know, whiteness is a, a, a value. Uh, a lot of places it's not because when you try to tell like uh, Afro Latina sometimes, oh, like you're you're black, you know. Well, back in the day, everyone is a little bit more aware of their history and uh, able to stand in the light of the truth of who they are. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I know one of my Panamanian friends, that was one of their, their deep challenges when they were new to the country was the fact that when people saw him, saw him first, they saw a black man and right. he was like, I'm Panamanian, you know, like, you know, he spoke Spanish. He was like, wait, what? He was like, no, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not, uh, you know, yeah, I guess I'm not I'm, with them. I'm not with them people. <laughs> well, uh, well, no, I mean, he was very proud. They were very proud right. to be Panamanian. No, it was just a Panamanian thing. But they had their own colorism issues within Panama. Right. But to, uh, but in America, you're you're black. <laughs> so he right, but to, they, but he, like in America, he's like, I'm not, uh, I'm not black American. I'm not with them people. I'm yeah. Panamanian. And then America reminded, him, but you're black. <laughs> so it right, doesn't, it doesn't doesn't matter. So no, that was um. So I definitely. Uh, enjoyed queen charlotte like you said a hundred percent better than the second to me if we were gonna get a 
a third season based off of the second season, Bridgerton is officially canceled because I couldn't. I don't know if the characters weren't as interesting. I don't know. Maybe I just like the first well, they, one a lot they better. Got, they got rid of old boy. He left. That is that why you? I mean, I don't know. It was just all of it I wasn't mean, his day. It wasn't his, just. It wasn't he, the one. He he was easy on the eyes. Yeah, and it the ha- second season helped. wasn't the season. Yeah, it wasn't the season. No, no. but I did like Charlotte. You know. Uh, watching young Lady Dansbury and <laughs> I like and how the- they go. I like how they go back because at first I didn't even realize it, and I was like, "Hold up, they're going back and forth." Yeah, the past to the present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. So, okay, keeping with that in mind, because we know that um, they are remaking everything, and I asked you about this one, and you, I don't know, I, I, we didn't finish the conversation, but I said, "Have you heard they just made another version?" Or they remade White Men Can't Jump. Dot dot dot. <laughs> and you, what what were your thoughts on that? Have you watched that? Are you gonna watch that? Did you watch the classic Woody Harrelson, Wesley Snipes film of the what late eighties, early nineties? I probably did. I don't remember. Mm. That's so long ago. And um the new mm. film. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, we gotta sh- streaming uh <laughs> league so we can watch anything <laughs> we want on there um am i gonna take some time to actually watch it probably not nah, no i'm gonna i'm a hard pass on that but, one but the I'm actor tired of the remaking things yeah the actor from the one of the main actors he's from Issa rays he played Issa rays ex-boyfriend in the series oh okay insecure yes, so dear. he's he, yeah he's on there but still i don't know why they keep remaking all this stuff it's stop just stop pay them writers <laughs> That's what don't keep recycling things go ahead and pay them writers and come up with some new twists and turns on classic stories if nothing else but just some new ideas for real right. but okay so that's my that's my thoughts there now <clears throat> the community was up in their feelings this week about a few things i'll start with the good first so the good is auntie martha okay martha at 81 is the oldest supermodel or oldest i guess swimsuit model i guess that's what they call it swimsuit model to grace the cover of sports illustrated and they show pictures of auntie and she was looking great she was giving tips to how she looked so fabulous at 81 and uh everybody what were was the excited she gets a facial every week of her life since she was i believe in her late 30s early 40s i believe that my mother yeah. gets a facial every well not every week i think she goes every month Okay, but that, hey, but she knows to treat your skin. I tell you, from being in the industry, one of the best tips I got from two ladies with absolutely beautiful skin, not makeup preparation and application, but actual beautiful skin, was Mm -hmm. they exfoliated every day. One whose skin... Every day? Because they tell you to exfoliate like three times a week, not every day. No, every day, because it depends on the type of exfoliation you use. And the one whose skin was the most divine, she did like a a fruit acid, you Uh know, like the MD skid pads or, you know, uh, a gentle exfoliation. Oh yeah, I have those skin pads. Yeah, and they're amazing. And then she would do... Or a uh, facial brush with the soft bristles. Yeah, but that's kind of what she would do at night, or she would use 
one that had more texture, granules, mm-hmm. you know, beads, just more of a vigorous, you know, right. even if it's foam, you know, that. And then she would do a mask, she said, at least once a week, mm-hmm. you know. And so there are ways. I mean, you might not have Martha's budget, but there are enough beauty products and enough beauty um, right. you just stores gotta take to go. time yeah. out to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. to do it. I mean, have a have a routine. Maybe that's your Monday night routine after starting the week and the stress, you know, right. that you might have felt. Good way to, you know, reset yourself and, and tackle the rest of your week. Maybe give yourself a, a nice exfoliating cleanse and then put on a mask and just, whew, you know, chill out and watch your, sca- your face be glowing for Tuesday and you're ready to get through the rest of the week like a winner. So uh, I, I am for good skin, you know, the many years. <laughs> many years dealing with skin so uh in in the industry so uh, i could definitely appreciate and it is summertime so everyone please have some kind of protection from your son whether it's natural okay I, and or whether it's like chemical sunscreen. based yep. yeah bl- yeah black girl sunscreen that's what i've been using yes but please please do it we all need sun the honey the sun will have you looking worn out and make sure okay. you hydrate because if you <laughs> yes. drink that alcohol you need to hydrate or your face is going to look like a prune listen to aunties okay and see auntie martha <laughs> didn't even have to tell you we're telling you okay because we care about your skin so <laughs> but um yeah so martha was kind of giving some of those kind of tips away but it got me to thinking, Monica, what celebrity would you like to see on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition? Well, you know, on our sidebar, I said, I'm just going to have to go with a, a fellow <laughs> Leo, Leo kitten. Mm-hmm. Put, put Miss Vivica Fox on there. Yeah. I mean, 50 mm-hmm. like it. okay i mean vivica stay fierce and vivica stay getting worked on and vivica stay right and relevant okay right vivica said you're not gonna put me to the side i am a fan of (laughs) no girl the way she be getting them lifetime movie movies girl the wrong it's called the wrong series girl yeah put put her on the uh, the si for real she was messing with the wrong cheerleader he had the wrong (laughs) the wrong ex-wife the wrong girl there's like 50 11 of those movies Monica and I she have watched at least two dozen. Yeah, girl, it doesn't matter. She sometimes at the end just kind of walks up, you know, as the delivery person. That right. was the wrong motive. Um, girl, sit down. But I love it. So yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Vivica. That's a very good one. Who else? Who else for you? Uh, old. How old does it have to be? I mean, they could be anyone you want. I mean, Martha was old, so I was thinking old. Oh, okay. But I, I mean, just, you do I don't know. You. For some reason, Jill Scott keeps coming to mind. I'm like, you need to have some, like, hips on there. Ooh. You know. That would be amazing. <laughs> yes. To see Jilly from Philly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I like that. Uh, for me, personally, when I thought about this, I immediately thought of my, one of my favorites. I mean, she is flawless. Fenty used her as a runway model the last um, last season's lingerie a fashion show that Rihanna had. Uh, the Cheryl Lee Ralph. I mean, why oh, not? Yes. She's exquisite. I mean, her skin in real life, she is someone who exfoliates. I can tell because her skin is divine. She does something. Well, don't you have a story to tell us? Oh, well, you know what? She's very gracious in real life. That's what well, I want to say. You know, people. Yeah, well, I, I mean, think you told the story before. Yeah, yeah, I was like, you know, I didn't, I didn't fan out, but I did have to just like, you're even more beautiful in real life. And she was like, 
she was like, you know, thanks. She was gracious. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess truly I should have been, I guess, spanning out over her husband because, you know, the particular, my particular area of expertise. But I was like, yeah, 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 Congressman, Senator, whatever, bye. Uh, right. That's Shirley <laughs> Ralph right there. <laughs> Shirley Ralph. Uh, but, no, she was very lovely and just beautiful smile and just beautiful spirit, warm, you know. And this is in between big projects. So she was just being a supportive wife. But she was just fantastic. So I would love to see her on the cover of Sports Illustrated or, um, or everybody's favorite, Abelita Rita Moreno. Oh, my goodness. She's 91 and she's fabulous. I said, you know, um, I was watching an interview this week and she was speaking about being at, uh, at the march on Washington and being close enough to hear Mahalia tell Martin to, you know, tell tell him about the dream and how Martin pivoted and changed his I have a dream speech and right. just Rita is just such a delight I said Miss uh, Tia Tia Moreno uh, you know she's just the best because she talked about getting honored uh with this big award and and then being squeezed so tight that someone literally squeezed the urine out of her uh, in this in this Narcisco Rodriguez dress and you know and how how embarrassed and how horrified she said please put me down please don't squeeze me that hard yeah because she's 91 she looks amazing she's gonna be in the latest installment of the fast and furious so anyway i just thought i thought she'd be fun i mean if martha could do it at 81 give it to rita at 91 and really show them how to do it you know Mm -hmm. why but that's kind of what i was thinking and then i kind of thought about like (laughs) vanessa bell calloway from like coming to america she's in a lot of stuff and still looks good oh yeah Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said I want some melanin, some diversity on that cover. Right. You know, I mean, you put some of them sisters in there; they're seventy and eighty, and you wouldn't believe it. So, oh yeah, because you said Cicely Tyson had Pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I said yeah. Okay, so keeping with that kind of vibe of the summertime and getting ready for summer type things, what are you planning to be doing for Memorial Day? Like, it's coming up. Any tips you want to talk about? Um, there's some, uh, I'll just re-highlight some events, uh, going on the official vibe bingo, all white, May 28th, R&B at Giuseppe's in, uh, North Tacoma, um, that will be going on. You can go to Eventbrite for more info (laughs) and links to the tickets. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, and then we'll have links on other events going. I didn't write down the list. You can go back and uh, listen to the previous episode. Yes, that catch we up. Went, we went through <laughs> a list from because <laughs> um, some of these are reoccurring events every mm-hmm. month, right? Uh, but there, there's a lot of things going on. Um, they'll be in our stories also. So a lot of rooftop parties in Seattle. You know, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. You know, not a lot of nice restaurants in Seattle to visit, and Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, the weather is cooperating. Lake Washington boating, like you know, Mm -hmm. get out there. It is going to be the kickoff of boating season before you know it. So, uh, a good time to be had. Find a friend with a boat. Amen. I hope everybody is <laughs> manifesting the things that they want in their life. Right. I, I'm I'm getting to see some some fruits of some manifestations around here. So okay. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> so uh, then with that kind of keeping in mind that it is Memorial Day weekend, um, I also know that it was prom weekend. You know, I know prom has definitely changed over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, any any thoughts on on prom? Uh, anything that shocks you? Uh, anything that reminds you of your prom? I mean, you know, just getting dressed up, but there, this, the, 
their proms are different now. They got eyelashes. <laughs> they they are faces beat down like <laughs> I might have had on a red lipstick and mm-hmm. some Mary Kay foundation I mean honey I really didn't need that much makeup anyway and some, and some mascara I'm the Leo saying. came out the Leo came that's what I <laughs> that's how I know Monica honey she said I didn't need much anyway I came in there just glowing okay yes ma'am <laughs> but uh I had a red dress and red suede shoes from Nordstrom but girl mm-hmm. our suburban school had limited options and they wouldn't let us bring dates that were over a certain age so I went stag with one of my girlfriends I, I you know what I like that I like that energy I, I like when you originally told me the story and you said <laughs> you know what was going on you said you're a little fast <laughs> fast tail yeah that's what you said girl that part I'd be falling out I said yeah I get it you had your little older boyfriend uh-huh couldn't get into the school event uh, that's very that's very Tacoma of you <laughs> I'm messing with you because I, I know because we're gonna get into that because I know that you've been getting hit with a lot of that lately so I do want to talk about that um but my prom you know I the schools that I went to prom and dances weren't really the thing that was celebrated and then the time that I actually was at a school that I could go to a prom because I had been so conditioned to not making a big thing about prom or proms uh-huh. were like banquets where you go and eat and you know look at each other child please uh that when it was time for prom i was you know hanging with a lot of uh, polynesian pacific islanders yes so we they did a big luau and uh then after that we went to hang out with the kids that went to like the other seattle public schools proms and so you know then everybody's at a like out of a house party and i mean i had a good night you know like it was fun it was safe you know i got home i don't but it wasn't anything like oh i i feel less of a person because i didn't go to my school prom but right. i still got i still have my makeup done because literally it was the like 12th hour like you, the time to put on the dress and go and my mom was like well you can go if you want to you know it's no no stress you know if you decide not to go you know you return you return the stuff you keep the money whatever Especially i was when like you get it from Norton's, I return yeah so i was like broke. wow well <laughs> That was, girl, you're hot. <laughs> oh, you're a mess, and that's why I love you. Okay, so no, no, but she was like, you know, whatever. If you don't wear this prom dress, you know, you don't go to prom. I mean, for real, you go take it back. You do what you want to with the money. I was like, decision made. Thank you, lady. Well played. And I went on and got dressed with whatever cute outfit I thought I was wearing at the time, and I went. I I kicked it. I mean, it was it was a good night. But like I said, I don't have any prom regrets. Lord, there are some people who are so tired. Like when I see some of these Instagram pictures of these, you know, young young people getting ready for prom, I get excited like for get them. In, yeah, but they, it's like they're getting ready for a, a wedding or something. Yeah, or, like they're or, never going to have another event. I'm like, why rush the thing? Like prom wasn't something that you just had to, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like they're doing too much, but I also don't have a teenage daughter or son or, you know, to, to be concerned with that so yeah. and then I'm trying to think of my nieces they are they did their own thing <laughs> like they did right. their own thing um, just because of the way they got school you know because of their education situation then, so right yeah. and I'm thinking of their prom dresses and what people had I had a sophisticated prom dress it was the times it, it was the times Monica it was the times it was classic though I kept it too it was more <laughs> formal wear like it was it was bad I should have kept it but I uh I, I said would you dust it. it off I was just gonna say would you dust it off and wear it this summer 
if I if I still had it, I would have I would have took it and got it altered and worn it wore it somewhere. Okay, well that's what I'm that's how that's how like it transcends. Like it was just a classic piece. I actually saw a picture of your prom dress. You did look good, lady. You know, <laughs> I'm a lady, lady in red. Okay, so <laughs> you you did look good. So now this brings me to the point of all points, honey, and that is a little place in Washington State known as Tacoma. Also T-Town, sometimes to Compton, but rarely said with a <laughs> smile on the face. <laughs> and let's get into it, because now, Monica, you're out here, it's springtime, you're socializing, networking, um, and what are people thinking about Tacoma? What, what are you feeling? You have some Tacoma energy you want to get out. Oh, man, yeah, because I've been <laughs> up north, and you meet people, and they're like, where are you from? I'm from Tacoma. And the girls proceeded to get up and walk away, but she was just clowning. But she was like, Tacoma, I guess they, they don't know what's she's down smart. there. Mm, anyway, she's, she's, <laughs> she's smart. Okay, go. I'm gonna let you go on and tell your story, and then I'm gonna come with the rebuttal because I know the truth about Tacoma. So go ahead. <laughs> no, there's a, a there's a lot of gems in Tacoma. So there's, truly, there's there's people around me that can attest to it now. Girl, don't, don't miss don't miss your blessing. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, girl. That's what I'm talking about. You let them know. Don't miss your blessing. I don't have anything salty to say about Tacoma. I was gonna say like three of my best friends are from Tacoma, so no, I can't I can't get mad at at the T town. Right. I mean, but all of you guys have a universal vibe. I will say that, <laughs> and you guys are all very individual, Culture. very different. Yeah. Uh, is that what you call them, the Tacoma vibe? No, not for Tacoma. I'm talking okay. about for us. Yes, because I, mean, I was like, yeah. you guys got the duck a few buck spirit. It's kind of like you guys will be, you know, very, and that's the thing. Tacoma ticks sometimes will seem very reserved. Like, I'm cool. We just observing. You know, they're friendly. They're observing. They're observing. Or, or on top of security, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> friend was like uh are you okay <laughs> you seem like you stop you seem kind of paranoid i'm like i guess maybe it's just ptsd or something cause yes because remember one of our Dakota I'm girlfriends just keeping i'm just keep <laughs> i'm just keeping my all eyes out i not girl i know what you mean that's what makes me laugh because i think of the place we were trying to go to the the bikers <laughs> the biker spot back in the day and our t-town homegirl was like oh nope absolutely not nope there's only i only see one exit here there's not two the nope 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 if something went out and everybody's rushing out the club there's not enough there's not enough ways to get <laughs> get out of the building i was like oh that's the straight tacoma okay she was not playing so i definitely can appreciate like you said your attention to security and tacoma girls are always one second away from acting a fool on you okay like you might get um i don't Lucky even think you get a pass yeah that's what i said you don't even really get a pass uh but you guys are such loyal, such sweet people, such genuine people. So I'm like, I don't have anything to say shady about Tacoma, but I do <laughs> find that universally everyone has that Tacoma energy, and that is the uh, we will jump. <laughs> 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 it's like, well, hey, what? <laughs> like, uh, uh-uh, they'll give you a read. Now, I mean, now that we're older, you know, people are not using their hands or anything, you know, foolish like that. But honey, the Tacoma ladies know how to give looks, reads. Uh, energy shifts you will feel <laughs> that is not Look, for you to go <laughs> don't don't play in my face mm. that is the truth so you know I mean as as Mila would say 
Girl, I'm I'm with it. And it's funny because this is no shade to Tacoma. It's just really interesting because, like you said, as you're out here mixing and mingling, more people are commenting on, okay, what what's up with Tacoma? But, you know, the Seattle, Seattle, we're known for the freeze. So I'm not, you know, throwing shade. And, oh, you yeah. know, no, we Seattle got our own <laughs> set of issues. They but... sure do. Because you'd be surprised. I'm the one that actually initiated a conversation with, uh, with the with the home girl with you know with the mm. seattle girl mm. like i initiated it you know well, I'm, like, I'm not gonna be sitting here just twiddling my thumbs yes hey girl where you from thank you i <laughs> said get out of shell okay and that's the thing okay if you see a sister you don't know a sister say something to the sister right yeah you know what that's how you meet people you know network network you know compliment something i know that in my 20s, I had my girlfriends perfect the art of an honest compliment, sincere. You, there's always something that you can say. A kind word encourages the spirit. Go exactly. on and say something to someone. You know, you you so, you were telling me, girl, about a kind word that, oh. uh, that a girl told you on Saturday. So, girl, tell oh. us about it. Because oh, you were yeah. looking good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't take any pictures. But, yeah, so... I was sitting down and she was just like, I am feeling this whole Afrocentric vibe. You are sitting in your femininity. She was like, I aspire to be like this. She was like, you're so beautiful. I'm like, it's like one of the best compliments because in that, in, in that situation there, cause she was, you know, younger, mm-hmm. you know, I felt like the auntie, but she was just, I was like, I appreciate that because I've been working on being able to sit in my femininity and not mm-hmm. be so masculine and mean looking. Um, mm, Two town. She, she, yeah, she was a sweetie. Her name was Lex. So okay. I, I don't think I told about the podcast, but well, shout out to Lex. Yeah. Shout out to Lex. Shout out to Lex at the hookah lounge. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was, and I just thought that's really nice, and it it made you feel a certain way and I go that's what a compliment I mean the word talks about you know what a kind word does how it's sweet to the spirit and all different kind of things right. about the manner of how you speak to each other and so, so it just means I'm in alignment to confirmation mm-hmm. yeah and I said pay it forward like I said if you're out and someone is by themselves go to, it doesn't hurt to say hi it doesn't mean that everyone has to be your best friend but you know what you're networking it never hurts right. and they say that people after, men actually, and women yeah after a certain age really stop meeting people so it really is a challenge. Like they say, you know, the older you get, the less likely you're to meet someone new, especially really? outside of a work situation. Yeah, if you don't network, yeah, you have to make an effort. Yeah, there's well, a lot of statistics guess... and stuff about it because people will be just kind of become set uh, in their own way, insulated in what they do. You know, you might go to work, you might, you know, go to church, you might not go to church, you might just go to work, you might have your work, or friends. you kind of hang out with the same group like, or for, the same for yeah, yeah, so you're not meeting anyone new. Especially if you don't travel, because I'm yeah. like thinking of my mom. Even though she retired, girl, she be meeting people. She she like to talk. I'm like you, you want <laughs> you want a job? Talk. <laughs> Your mom said I've talked all I need to talk. This is called retirement talking. It's free talk. <laughs> See, freedom talk is different than work talk. Okay, I'm gonna let you know, Monica. I can talk a lot for free, but work talk ain't bad either. <laughs> but Free talk? Oh, yeah, that's the best, honey. Freedom right. is amazing. <laughs> Speaking of freedom uh, and, and being free and traveling about, you were telling me something about air tags. You had an air tag story or two. And with everyone starting to start to get ready to travel, we're about to be in travel season. Um, what's the deal with air tags? So if you possess an iPhone, um, I would highly suggest you get in if you're traveling. Well, not even if you're even traveling, 
um, get air tags, attach it to your, your keys, your purse, your wallet, um, your luggage when you're traveling, because it will track it. So if you lose it, um, or you want to see where your luggage is going when you're at the airport, it's going to track it now. Also, the the bad guys or the criminals or the people who are not doing good by us will use those air tags uh, to their benefit and will drop it in your purse. They might put it on your car so they can track you back to your house. You know what I'm saying? So it's a safety alert. Monica, I know that we were wanting to discuss traveling and some things to look at since it is officially travel season now and people are moving and grooving and out and about. Exactly. So uh, air tags. If you mm. possess an iPhone, I highly suggest obtaining an air tag or two, uh, mm. especially if you're traveling. Put those joints in your luggage so you can track mm. it and see where it's going about in the airport, especially if you're going to be flying through Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> uh, stuff will go come up missing, but you could track it. You could track it all the way to somebody's house. Oh wow! <laughs> oh yeah! Oh it, wow! It, it, it tracks, and so or you can you know people use it to track their kids, their, their mm. animals, their purses, their personal belongings. Uh, but the other day or the other night, I got an alert on my phone that there was an air tag that was tracking me, and I was like, coming in. <laughs> and it, it just it just scared me because right. I've never had it. Um, I there's probably a tutorial online to actually how to navigate the alert that comes through. But then you can play a sound to see if you can hear where the air tag is at. Mm. Um, so you can locate it. That's really good because I know that you have mentioned to me keeping your air tag, keep keeping it on so that you're aware if you are being tracked. Well, no, no, no. So this is I'm saying someone put an air say someone puts an air tag on your car. Right. Okay. Your phone, Ooh. your phone, if you have your settings up to date, your phone's going to uh, notice that there's an air tag in the vicinity and it's going to mm. send an alert to your phone and let you know that you're being tracked. Oh, that's nice and scary. That's right. nice and scary. You're right. And so the alert will come through and it'll ask you if you want to play a sound so you can see if you can hear it. If you, so that way you can locate the air tag or you can disable it if you don't think it's anything of concern, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, the alert came through and I was, I was, yeah, I was highly concerned. Cause I was like, what's going on? Mm. Um, but it got figured out. So. Yeah. That's scary though. I, I've, you know, I could see the good and the bad in that so much. I mean, you know, there are people who have been getting, you know, kidnapped and, you know, all kinds of things. Like you said, they put them on people's cars. We were having a sidebar conversation. You mentioned people putting them on the vehicles and following them to the house for, you know, robberies and different Mm -hmm. kind of dastardly deeds that, you know, are not cool. And so I go, no, but I do like it. Like you said, you can really know where your stuff is pretty much all the time. Uh, And putting it on your pets and your kids, that's hilarious, but I love it, you know? (laughs) Girl, they do, or your your key ring, your key fob. Mhm. I mean, I guess, you know, this these are these are wild times we're living in. I mean, sometimes you're hearing the stuff that AI can do and then you, you know, then something simple like air tags. Oh it, my gosh. But it allows I, people to track you. Okay, sorry. But when you, when you said AI, I mm-hmm. saw a preview cuz I was watching YouTube. YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, they show all the commercial previews. 
for a movie called The Creator. Creator. Yes, girl. With Denzel Washington, John Washington, yes. Denzel Washington's son. And mm-hmm. I was like, when is it coming out? John not David. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John David. I was like, not till September, but you know, we'll be able to see it sooner. Um, <laughs> girl, you made me fall out. Yeah. But yes, I was like, I, I conspiracy theorists, if you want to, uh, they just not making movies to be making movies if this stuff ain't gonna be uh, coming to fruition soon. So just a heads up, because that, that that was just too real. Go see the YouTube trailer. I mean, it looks interesting, fascinating. I want to know, because it reminds me also of like the, Termina- the Terminator franchises. But I'm like, why would AI, because I know everyone's like, they'll, they'll release the nuclear bombs and weapons. But I'm like, how is that going to benefit AI? Because if they don't have electricity and things to generate what they're doing, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to have to really have a, de- a deep deep dive well, into I, this. I guess, I guess that's the, the, the dumb part of the computer, but AI, whatever humans program whatever they want into ai wow you know i'm saying well this week they said that um that the ai was starting to develop a uh, human t- human type reasoning or something right. i was like wow okay. but they have to get it from somewhere they're getting it from data that the the uh, engineers or c- computer scientists have been plugging into the you know into the main database yeah, we're getting into this AI. We're gonna get into this AI conversation because I was reading about some college students in Texas whose teacher flunked the whole class because his way of verifying that papers weren't being written by AI was just basically submitting the paper to AI. Which I guess one of the flaws in how AI is created is that it will take credit for things even if it didn't write it. Um, because it's about putting in information. So he like flunked his whole class or gave them X's um, for, you know, and some people felt like they weren't able to graduate or that they're, they walked across and grabbed a diploma, but they really weren't graduated because he was holding them up with the class. And once they were able to prove to him, like, I guess one way they tested it is the professor's like doctorate paper or whatever, they submitted it and the AI also took credit for it. So they're like, no, they're, you know, that's, you're, you're using AI incorrectly, sir, uh, as a professor, you know, and, and some kind of, I think it was like University of Texas. So uh, I, you know, AI is out there causing interesting Habit. dilemmas. Yeah, because I, I understand in education, you know, because you want to make sure that people are thinking and creating their own, own ideas. But, you know, you can't, <laughs> if you don't know how to check what AI is doing, maybe that's not what for you to do. Maybe you have your teaching assistant your ta do it if they're a little bit more tech savvy i don't know honey help uncle out he he needed help he was failing the class unnecessarily <laughs> i'm so mad girl do you know how mad you'd be it's like that's your last class and the one thing holding you up for graduating and the teacher doesn't know how to find out and properly use ai chat back oh girl <laughs> I've- right yeah, so, okay, so that was all the good stuff I really felt like we had to discuss. Now, there's one thing that we said we were going to get to that the community was talking about, and it had everybody 50-50 split. You know we love to go for a good laugh to to our favorite place, Black Twitter. And, you know, <laughs> there were a lot of good comments about this thing. And uh, I know... Monica, you were mentioning conspiracy theory, and I know that's where you are a queen of that realm. So <laughs> the, story, the, the story I'm speaking of is Gabrielle Union's interview in which she announced that she splits her bills 
uh, in her household with Dwayne Wayne, but that she had, you know, scarcity mentality still because she had to care for so many homes that she was the head of the house. So not her and Dwayne, but she takes care of other households and so does he and how she felt like if she didn't, you know, move, groove and do what she needed to do, she could become broke or she wouldn't have enough or people won't eat or things like that. Um, if, if, if projects aren't successful, you know, just different things like that. So Monica, <sighs> you know what the community was saying. What, what are your thoughts? Okay. So when you break it down like that, I have so many questions. Cause I'm like, are these people handicapped that she's taking care of? Are they able body? No, no. Um, maybe she should empower them with, uh, you know, trade school, going back to school, some type of programs, so they can uh, start investing in themselves and be able to take care of themselves and make a living instead of just paying for everything. Like I, I need to know those details because I'm just not going to be paying for no grown ass people just because I'm the, the, the breadwinner. Like, are you? F- no. Yeah, that's what she said. Uh, she said her and Dwayne, they both each have separate households that they are the financial head of apart from their 50 50 split in their marriage and in their relationship. But you know, you might take care of your auntie and them, you might take care of your parents, you might take care, And it doesn't, it's not to say that your parents don't have this or don't have that. Maybe you're taking care of cousins or people who need it. And I know that this is a dilemma that a lot of, they say, so the, the tweet or the reposting from the interview, because the interview wasn't originally on black millionaires, mm-hmm. but, um, but they retreated it. And they were saying, that's one of the things that more black millionaires feel responsible to, and have to take care of multiple households. And that's not a thing that necessarily other groups um, face in such a large like percentage, you know, like, like a white millionaire doesn't necessarily feel the need. I mean, look at Ru- Rupert Murdoch, right? The, the guy who was super wealthy. Mm-hmm. He's, he doesn't even pay. For, like he said, the only thing he was paying for his kids was like to go to college. But other than that, they have to get it on their own. So, so they don't feel the need to take care of their family. Yeah, but Gabby did. So Gabby did there's some other cultures so like some asian cultures where if we did this as a black culture then we probably would be a little bit further ahead instead of just everyone getting the hell out the house at 18 Mm. actually stay in the house yeah and save your money up and work together and then everybody just start buying their own houses once you know what i'm saying instead of just trying to struggle it out for <laughs> but why do you think years. that is but see okay now monica you you about to this might be something we need to talk about on another episode because you brought up this point and i want to ask you do you think that's true if if, if it's more of a northern black thing or do you think it's a southern black thing because i don't feel like and i had you know, Southern minded. My mom wasn't Southern, but my father is. But I I never felt the need that I had to go anywhere in my house. But I know that there are some people, like I got a Northern cousin and she's like 18, like the kids should be thinking about, you know, moving out, making plans. And I'm like, why? And they're like, oh, the teachers of independence teaches them how to, why? I I don't understand why you're so quick to want to kick your kids out. But I never felt that. I don't see my sister doing that. I mean, she didn't do that to, you know, her children. I just, I don't see that. But I do, I've heard of that, you know, so, I've heard. growing up, we didn't get that with our parents either. Okay. But the society, they kind of look at you side eye, like, uh, why are you still living with your parents? Like, it's none of your business. If, mm. I, if a person does it, there's so many fat. There's so many layers to it and so many factors. You know, people could be disabled, people going back to school, people transitioning, or the rent is too damn high. Like, so you feel within our culture, so you feel within our culture, then it's looked down upon if you're not independent 
quote unquote independent and out of your parents' house or getting it on your own. I feel like that's another lie that's being being told to us because like you said, other groups mm-hmm. they work together as family. You know, I don't and hear I Italian Americans can get uh, out their kids early. Yeah, I and I would just say that's just melanated black Americans because the yeah. other countries in Africa, they don't act like that. I like I said, I'm not a black person. I mean, that's not necessarily how my black family works. Right. Um, but you know, and there's lots of different components of my black family. I got cousins, nieces, aunties, all that. It's but like I haven't seen want, them rush their kids out. It's I feel like, like people sometimes want to see you struggle. <laughs> well, well, I I understand being young and someone that did not have to move out of my my parents' right. home. But I I know that there was a period where I wanted to. You know, it's like of you course, think that's yeah, the thing we wanted to, to do, and we, and we did. And you know? and it might have not. It, I don't think it was that be- the greatest decision. It was a waste of money because you might move out for a right. year or nine months, or you then, get the wrong roommate. Yeah, and then you're back. <laughs> yeah, girl, then you're back with your parents. Okay, so it's like you just waste. You just basically you know effed off a bunch of money that you could have been saving or like you said, investing or, you know, helping towards your long-term plans. Yeah. Right. But I, I think that also goes back to money management and also that not believing and, what and the culture says at large. Cause I know that and family planning, family, yeah. like legacy yeah. family planning. We don't, yeah. I don't think a lot of us do that. No, and I don't think so. Gabby. But going back to Gabby, I'm like, um, hmm. first of all, she don't need to change her mindset and her wording. Um, we're gonna have to we 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 gonna need to change that up. I'm like, girl, you making millions and you talking about scarcity and lack and not having abundance. Like, we need you to stop. I actually had that conversation the other or actually, you know, when I was out recently with um a girl I just met and she was like, I just can't be around some of my friends because they just and their their language and you know you try to correct people because you don't want to you're trying to train yourself not to speak that into yourself and so Mm -hmm. uh, yeah gabby yeah okay so i love that point monica you're saying you don't like the language that she's using and i feel like that's what a good therapist is for it is mental health awareness month people need to be talking to people that's definitely uh, another issue that she has some some things that she needs to do a little bit of work on but you know going back to your point family planning is important people need to be able to discuss money finances look at bills paying bills look at retirement look at you know we last season last year we had um uh a, a coach, a financial coach on kind of discussing those things, different things that you should be aware of, how to grow your wealth, how to, you know, do what's best. But I definitely don't agree with the idea of kicking people out too soon. So I, I want to make sure I go over that. No, not so, that, yeah. but yeah, taking care mm-hmm. of grown ass people. That's people. a whole other thing. And yeah. then having to split the bills with your husband 50 50. <sighs> girl. Well, girl, well, I, I, mean, I just, I just know the, the, the men that have been in my life, mm-hmm. or most of them and the future ones that I'm manifesting and the present ones, uh, yeah, we're not doing nothing 50-50. And, and some people would agree with you wholeheartedly, Monica. And, you know, I'm, I'm of the mindset that as long as women are still making pennies to the dollar of what men make, 
I'm not busting my hump to be trying to do 50, 50, you know, mm-hmm. I think we can, you know, figure out what things you want me to pay, what I want to pay to, you know, depending on our salary, I guess, but I don't know. I mean, I don't love it and I'm not, I have sure, someone but I told, it, the, well, yeah. you already know sometimes it's about men's ego, but they, they weren't raised like that. They're not going to have you out here. True. No, they, they, no, they're not going to have you out here tricking off on them like that. They're like, uh, yes. no. Yes, that's very true. And that is the most true thing that you've said this episode, girl, because <laughs> it is really where they're from. Sometimes it's a cultural difference. Like I said, sometimes men from the continent, they don't understand that. I've never 50-50 anything from a man from the, from the continent. Um, but then I'll say maybe somebody's from the West Coast. They may have a different energy and it's a, it's a different kind of conversation sometimes okay. on how you move and flow within your relationship. But right. I feel like people have to do what's best for them. Um, but so, you know, I felt like Gabby was doing what she needed to do, what was best for her, and that's to make this money. Because you said she has a new project coming out. Oh, and girl, this is yeah. giving her it's, some it's, clickbait. Of course. It's marketing. She got a new rom-com coming out on Netflix. I think it comes out in June, mm-hmm. in the May or uh, sometime in June. And so, yeah, that's just, whether it's good or bad, it's still marketing. Truly. So uh, that's the conspiracy theory. You said she had the community talking, but you said they were, she wasn't really saying nothing because I think people were really indignant, like you said, about the 50-50 split. Um, they were indignant about uh, her acting like people are going to starve when she does have a net worth of what her net worth is. And, you know, they're like, you can take care of, you know, a hundred people and, and give them $50,000 a year. And still, you know, that's only, you know, people, people had calculated, <laughs> there were all kinds of facts and figures flying around black Twitter. So that's, that was the entertaining part to me. Um, personally, I don't have a single horse in this race. But I do think there are a lot of interesting factors because people were bringing up everything. They said, don't forget that he has four other dependents or, yeah, yeah, four other dependents besides the daughter you guys share. They were like, there's no way that you should have to be that. That's not fair to you. It was just, it was a lot. There were, a lot, I mean, people getting your business good. And that was I enjoyable mean, if for you me. Give them, if mm. you give them ammunition, I mean, she just need to go. Uh, where are her friends? That's another episode. Where are your friends? <laughs> her and Khalees, they need some girlfriends right now. Use it. Some people, you know, don't have girlfriends because they'd be like, sis, you don't have to tell that. You don't have to say that. That's not necessary. She would grab you up by the collar and be, yes, where are your girlfriends? Like, mm-hmm. I said, when Khalees went on that whole rant about Beyonce. Oh, I know. She, I, well, that's somebody you know must have she said have something her to her because somebody she she sure took her butt back to that farm and started just uh focusing on her farm and her products on her farm. Okay, good. Up. Yeah, good because she had she had lost it. I was like, ma'am. Well, I mean, yeah. I I give a little grace because her husband did pass away, but she mm-hmm. did act a whole fool. And that's when your girlfriends need. To, I mean, come on, you letting your girlfriend being morning and you guys aren't trying to support her and you see her on Instagram live tripping, tripping, you go save somebody. You go save your <laughs> girlfriend. That's when you save your sister for real. For real. I mean, I want an immediate call. You see me acting a fool like that on live, Monica. I'm going to expect I, I, while I'm on the live, I'm going to expect the call to come through and interrupt it because it's you telling me get my cats <laughs> off this Okay. Off this live. Okay. And talk to you. <laughs> I mean, that's what friends are for. But um, on that note, then I know you have a great business of the week. Um, what is going on with it? Tell us about it, Monica. Well, you know, we were talking about networking earlier. Mm-hmm. And um 
I'm in a program. I'll just leave it at that. And so, and I've actually had this product. I've had several products from her via my mother, um, mm-hmm. you know, and her friends. And it's called the Art of Crunch. It is handcrafted artisan biscotti and baked goods uh, based in Tacoma, Washington. She does have a brick and mortar in Tacoma, Washington. You can go to theartofcrunch.com for all her info. Oh my goodness. And I'm a fan of it, girl. Wait. So I have to go ahead and get my sidebar story then because now they're saying, I'm like, I follow them on Instagram, but anyway, <laughs> side, that's a super side side note. Uh, but I know that you sent me a, a package last year and it was so wonderful. And it had this amazing Jocelyn and company uh, Cabernet Sauvignon and cheddar cheese spread uh, and this little fig fig spread and little mustards and gourmet crackers. And it was just such a cute little box. And that cheese spread is the business. I couldn't throw that box away for at least six months because I wanted to make sure I knew what to reorder. It was so amazing. So then when you mentioned that that was from Art of Crunch, I was like, oh, the people have to know. That that cheese spread, it's like, I, I don't love red wine, but mm-hmm. I, I understood it. I, right. the, the pairing of it with that cheddar, it was just fantastic. And the boxes have all these little unique treats and they're customized in this. And really... they got vegan boxes too. <laughs> See, girl, that's what I'm talking about, Monica. So anyway, I, I'm, I'm excited about the business that you are uh, telling everyone about. So it's called the Art of Crunch, right? Right. And I mean, these, these type of gifts are really good during uh, this time of year, you know, for graduation, mm-hmm. weddings coming up, yes, you know, outside, you know, when you go to, you know, different events or functions or dinner, mm-hmm. you, can, you know, bring a gift with you. So, yeah, I said some of these outside concerts, get a little box of the Art of Crunch, right. a good bottle of wine. Oh, for and, the, oh, sh- uh, the uh, yes. Chateau uh, Winery. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, Santos, Michelle, but what's yeah. for the good is they're having a lot, like, you know, they used to do things over at Marymore Park. Like, there's a lot of outdoor events during the summer in everyone's city. You know, that's just bottom line. And I see, uh, it seems like there's a lot more now, especially coming out of this, you know, whatever pandemic. Thing, so. Yeah, because people want to be outside because you still get some fresh air. So it's like this Art of Crunch box is fantastic because they even, you know, they even gave you the little cheese spreader that was inside. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like it was, it was too cute. It was cute, 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 cute. Uh, just the right amount of sophistication, just fun. Oh yeah, I loved it. Every bite in there was good. Right, and the biscotti mm-hmm. to was go good. With the, the coffee or your tea, mm-hmm. and then they um, have like popcorn with like crunched up Oreos and and stuff like that. So yeah, mm. little tasty treats, little little sophisticated snacks. So mm-hmm. I love it. Definitely, definitely a, a good recommendation there. Now, Monica, my sister, is there anything I'm forgetting to tell the people? No. Enjoy the sunshine and be kind. Uh Uh-huh. Stay safe and blessed. Talk to you soon. Peace. Monica, where can they find us again? They can find us on Anchor, Spotify, and now iTunes. And please like, share, subscribe. And leave us a comment. You can shoot us an email or a voice message if you'd mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And with all that, love and gratitude. <laughs> Remember to call your aunties or your girlfriends and say hi. <laughs> Bye.